I, I realize in the Juma, I, one keeps circling around, you know, certain certain fields or certain subjects, and but you come from different perspectives, and um, and you know sometimes you you come closer, you give a glimpse, and then you go on, and sometimes you you go in more deeply, but of course they all of them are meant to bring one uh, closer and bring one into divine presence. It's like the divine names, you know, they're all there to lead one to the to, to the essence, to the presence of, of God. And it's the same with these um, subjects of contemplation by, by whatever door one enters. And, and each of us maybe has a certain, um, you know, preferences or certain proclivities which which make us go toward one thing rather than another. But then there's also on our path a, a rounding out, a, um, a kind of completion. Uh, so we might start with, with one name or one tendency and um, and then we you know, we become fuller, we become richer human beings through associating with each other and through associating with the, the saints on the path. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. Thank you for that beautiful call. Alhamdulillah. Thank you, Allah, for calling us, for creating us in pre-eternity. We had no choice, no understanding, O oh Allah, and yet we were there with you and you brought us forth, O oh Allah, into life, into the light, into experience of life and living and into the burdens of life, into the joys of life. And may our burdens turn into joy through the alchemy of your love, O oh Allah, coursing through our veins. Amin, amin, amin. And uh, we, we Continue the, the salutations, the salawat to the beloved uh, of Allah, beloved Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, whose name is inscribed and, and woven into this entire creation. And as is the, the, as are the names of all the prophets and mothers and messengers, O oh Allah. As is the name of each of us, O oh Allah. Each of us is an intimate part, an intimate thread of light in this golden light of creation, O oh Allah, which is nothing other than your light, O oh Allah, your love, or your love is manifesting now as all 18,000 worlds in flux, entirely in flux, every moment, every instant, O oh Allah. Um, may, may we be at peace with, with everything that uh, emanates from you, O oh Allah. And uh, may we receive it with Alhamdulillah, 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 Ya Allah. Uh, when we are in a state of receptivity and this state of mystic vision, uh, you know, what? what is there in the world that could really harm us or trouble us, uh, even if the world were ending? And, and this is what it said. That's what it means that when the prophet, the beloved, spoke those words of wisdom, if the world is ending and you have a seed in your hand, plant it. So 
that means that what is that seed? That's Allah's seed. That's the divine seed. That's the seed of, of consciousness, of our awareness, of our love. So that no matter what is happening in the world, and I say this as well and more to myself because I am equally uh, distressed, equally oppressed, equally burdened and depressed sometimes by myself, mostly. If we look at it, it's mostly oneself, but we project it and think it's really the events of the world. But there are nearer events, you know, uh, now we are in times of economic difficulty where many people are suffering that or physical uh, afflictions, many people are suffering those. And yet we have paradise within, yet we have Allah within us and without, but we speak of within because that's where we find it. That's where we come to the center, the essence. And from there, uh, we look out as looking out from the Kaaba and we see everything as this uh, golden radiance. And, and we know that it's uh, so amazing because even scientifically, um, you know, we, we know that the world is these divine, these energies, they're not called divine in science, but our science is Sufi science. So we know that it's divine radiance, divine light. So, you know, what is there? What flaw is there? Uh, what injustice is there in this uh, divine light? None. Everything is perfection. So the Sufi path is to bring ourselves to be able to live that, to see that, to witness that, to say a shadow in lie, 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 lie. I see that all is, 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 is divine, all is Allah. And I see that all is created in the in the holy divine human form, in the form of, of, of Muhammad, peace be upon him, in the form of the messengership, uh, which is my form. This is the form of humanity. This is the form of creation. It is a perfect prophetic form. We are perfect prophetic human beings. So this is what we witness, and we have to continuously um, elevate ourselves and, and, and urge ourselves, remind ourselves to, um, to, to that witnessing, to that original witnessing. So uh, today, or in these days, I'm rereading the heart of Quran. Uh, in the uh, beginning of the introduction, and I would, I'm so astounded so astounded by uh, by the vision that Sheikh Noor presents us with. And I think we've just begun to explore it. I, and I keep saying that because it's really true. So I'll read, uh, I, I like to read, I, I like to take these jumas actually to um, explore Islam through the vision of Sheikh Noor. And because he is, uh, he's a fresh, he's Allah's fresh, uh, fresh rose in the garden. So this is where we're sitting around. This is what we're smelling. Um, I would actually begin first with reading you because this passage uh, brought me to the, the second um, surah of Quran and um, 
I will begin that first. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. I can read it in Arabic, but those of you who know it, know it. Those of you who don't know it, it won't help. So let's just go directly to the English. In the name of Allah, boundless compassion, infinite mercy. Alif Lam Mim. This is the universal book of reality, the divine guidance, the science of certainty open to those who live in total awe of Allah Most High, who constantly acknowledge the divine mystery, who are ceaselessly engaged in prayer and acts of generosity, freely sharing whatever abundance we have divinely provided for them, these lovers respond wholeheartedly to the revelation streaming through you, my beloved, and to the words of truth flowing through all my previous messengers. They experience the certitude of homecoming into divine radiance after the sleep of death. These are the ones who receive divine guidance directly from the one who dwells in their hearts. These are the fully realized the true human beings. Amen. So now I will read you this passage from Sheikh Noor. This mode of experiencing or directly living the divine love on earth is not primarily ethical or rational, but mystical. <laughs> and this is where my own heart says, Alhamdulillah, because yes, the, the ethical. So my children went to a school called Fieldston School of Ethical Culture. So that, it was good. It was good. It had a, an orientation toward, you know, right action and, and uh, thinking about others and all of that. But the ethics itself, it can be a, a border. The mystics long to go beyond every border. So there is not an ethical reason because ethical ultimately, and it niches itself within survivalism uh, mostly. I mean, except for, of course, the great beings who are truly ethical out of love to God and love to humanity. But um, it's often taught that way. Well, this is the best thing for society or how you know we can protect ourselves and others. Uh, but the mystic, longs to do everything for love's sake, out of love to God, love to humanity. So this is, nor immediately uh, states that. Um, so experiencing or directly living the divine love on earth from this supremely loving perspective, which is really the perspective of paradise, the world appears in an astonishing light, far beyond any utopian vision for utopias are mere human speculation, not revealed truth. Alhamdulillah, again, my soul says, because we've all studied, or maybe some of us have studied utopias, you know, and uh, and they sounded interesting, and but they all failed. <laughs> all utopias failed ultimately. Um, because they were not based on, on, on the truth. They were not based in, in love, in the fullness of divine love. Um, and so here he, um, he attributes this to Quran. I've, I've noticed that in this introduction to Heart of Quran, his, 
uh, he actually makes succinct, he kind of condenses many ayats into maybe one sentence. Uh, so, because I, I looked it up and it, it, I could see how his mystical mind had already synthesized and, and transformed, essentialized the, the, the Quran. But here we go. So this he has in quotes. The man or woman who lives life completely turned toward the source of love, affirming love with every breath, will encounter paradise everywhere and will begin to understand the justice rendered to all beings by Allah Most High. Justice so perfect that no soul is wronged by even so much as the point of a date stone. And yes, that image is used in Quran by there is not even the point of a date stone uh, of, of, of error or of uh, excess or of uh, injustice happening to anyone. Now, this is, I mean, it, it's actually beyond what our minds can fathom because when we think of events in the world, and of course, there's human justice, there's divine justice, but divine justice disposes of eternity. So, human justice only configures in the life of this world. So we say, well, for someone to receive justice, it has to be in terms of this world, in terms of a limited human life, of course, of course. And that's correct. And we should evaluate things on that level. So if someone has been treated unjustly, well, there is compensation and that. It always says that in Quran again and again, uh, equal or more compensation. And, um, you know, so we know of many, many, that's how human justice is conducted, in, inshallah, when it's rightly conducted. Um, but divine justice has eternity. So people are compensated in eternity, which uh, we are told again and again is better than the life of this world. It is enduring. It's the word more enduring. Well, it's totally enduring. This is passing. So whatever we suffer in this world will pass and we will not feel it in the next world. In fact, the next world could be, um, you know, the complete uh, reward and fulfillment of all of our desires and beyond, always beyond. So, <clears throat> so back to Noor's own words, the life of constant devoted service to fellow beings which is the way of life revealed universally through all the prophets, is not a program of social action, but a form of meditation on the divine love. Isn't that magnificent? So we're not carrying out some, you know, either ethical or good plan, uh, you know, that we've devised. No, this is a form of meditation on divine love. Everything we do wants to be this meditation on divine love, whether it's the way we walk, the way we breathe, the way we address another being, the way we think. May it all be a meditation on divine love. This holy way of life consists of spontaneous acts of generosity that are inspired 
by a constant inner awareness of the divine generosity. The verses of the Holy Quran are the words of God, not the secular philosophy of social reform, yet truly dedicated service to society can and must be fruitfully undertaken with prophetic vision. So in a sense, he's saying that nothing really uh, truly enduringly good uh, instituted on earth can be taken, can happen without uh, connected to uh, divine prophetic vision. These hum So uh, here again, the quotes attributing to Quran, this is Quranic um, truths. These humble servants moved purely by love for the source of love, present food and other provisions to the poor, the orphans, the prisoners, saying, we bring these gifts to you spontaneously, longing only to gaze into the face of love. You need never offer us any return, nor need you be grateful to us. We have been inspired to give there are constant contemplation of the universal mercy of Allah. MashaAllah. So that's um, exactly an, an, an exemplifying what he said before, that it's a meditation, all generosity, kindness, love, beautiful way of living is a meditation on the on divine love. And in this case, on the universal mercy of Allah. So nor again, there is a mystical revolution of consciousness contained in this act of supreme worship. So just that phrase is very potent. There is a mystical revolution of consciousness. And this is what we as dervishes are engaged in. We are the revolutionaries, but not the ones who take up arms or guns or have big slogans or go out and, and, and bash other people. No, we are a revolution of consciousness, meaning we are transforming our own hearts and minds and lives and relationships on earth. Um, so there is a mystical revolution of consciousness and this will bring about. So we often wonder, because of course, we all want things to be better. For everyone, that's a, a longing innate to the human soul. We, we long for the good of ourselves and other beings, all beings on earth. And we, we are afflicted. We become sad and depressed if we see others suffering. So that longing, but it will be more, much more surely and certainly gratified if we take this way of the... Um, revolution of consciousness. Um, so there is a mystical revolution of consciousness contained in this act of supreme worship. The selfless giving, so this is the act of supreme worship here. The selfless giving of our whole being to God through the loving service of fellow human beings. Mashallah. Because we could say, oh, I give myself to God, you know. Oh, I belong to God. I give myself to God, you know. And then go about a, a quite selfish life. I mean, you know, I know I'm capable of that. So um, 
so the the litmus test the proof is with others how are we with others selfless giving of our whole being to god through the loving service of fellow human beings the poor orphans and prisoners and nor goes on to say because this was definitely something he felt strongly about and most human beings exist under these abject conditions, either in a literal or a figurative sense. So for him, serving people, whether they have money or no money, whether they be living in houses or in the street, and he did serve people in the street. I'm not saying that, you know, he only served a certain group, not at all. He was universally charitable. Um, but he saw as well the, the poverty and the, the suffering in people, uh, even if they dressed finely and had big paying jobs, or in fact, he saw it more there. And so, of course, he, he reached out to everyone he could. And that's why the, you know, the zikr is such an open forum. It's an open invitation to God, our zikr an open invitation to God, to all. So I have to read that again because the sentence continues. The poor, orphans, and prisoners, and most human beings exist under these abject conditions, either in a literal or a figurative sense, are indeed, okay, so are indeed follows the poor, or the orphans and the prisoners are indeed the secret bearers of the divine essence. So this is where, you know, this is the true, you might say, essence of Sufism is this meeting of God and creation, this unity of God and creation of God and humanity. So there is no separation. By offering humanity love, the truly awakened servants of God are worshiping the source of love and gazing intimately into the face of love. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? So, yes, alhamdulillah. Through serving others, we serve Allah. That's how we serve. Um, this this poor one who longs for Allah cries out to humanity. This poor one who longs for Allah cries out to humanity. Servants of the truth become truth. This, uh, I have to look that up. Servants of the truth become truth. I'm going to look that up now. Someone give me the Allahi number. And... Number 17, Sheikha. Oh, thank you, Yamina. She knows all the numbers. 17. And, um, right. So, uh, this for servants of the truth become true. This is the highest mystery. That's what it is. Okay. Servants of the truth become truth is the highest mystery servants of the truth become truth is the highest mystery alhamdulillah 
now by truth there, <laughs> nor means, of course, the truth and the living truth and the truth as it manifests in every human being, every soul, every step of life. By offering humanity love, the truly awakened servants of God are worshiping the source of love and gazing intimately into the face of love. Humanity's spiritual recognition of its own oneness with divine reality is the goal of the prophetic way. Now I have to read again. Humanity's spiritual recognition of its own oneness with divine reality is the goal of the prophetic way. Mashallah. This mission is the progressive awakening of humanity to its essential perfection initiated through the transcendental Adam before whom even the angels bowed with their whole being. The secret essence of the human soul is the encompassing awareness and complete wisdom of Allah. Mashallah. So this is why the angels bowed and they understood uh, in the second occasion after why, why they bowed. The secret essence of the human soul is the encompassing awareness and complete wisdom of Allah. Now, what if we contemplate that? We should contemplate that now after this Juma all week long and our all lifelong, really. But to be aware that Allah's awareness, all encompassing awareness and complete wisdom is right here in our essence, and not somewhere else outside in some place we might go to or ascend to. It's right here. And this is the great mystery. And this is, of course, why Sufis were also burned at the stake and Christian mystics were burned at the stakes. And, you know, because um, this, it, this does not fit into the theology of the limited religion uh, and where, which was to retain some kind of control over things. So this is the the divine kingdom. The Quranic description of true mystics, persons who have authentically experienced union with God, is expressed in terms of becoming channels of the divine mercy. Unhesitating generosity is the function of spiritual maturity. Oh, that's great. So unhesitating generosity. So it's not just generosity, but unhesitating. Now, I mean, I think we all know that that struggle, you know, so between sort of sharing something, giving something, but hesitating and then finally doing it or not, you know, <laughs> that's the the little, um, just the, whatever it is, the little diamond there, unhesitating. Every human soul, so, I mean, I can't say I'm there, I'm, I, you know, but at least we have something to aspire to. Every, but also, and these things that seem difficult to reach in a, in a kind of moral, ethical way uh, will be easily given 
when we reach that place of, of, of union within. So I'm speaking to myself and all of us. Every human soul is capable of growing into such maturity. The prophets are not presenting a mystical doctrine open to only a handful of specially motivated or specially qualified individuals. This call to compassion and union is the universal invitation of God resounding clearly through all the revered prophets of God and entirely transcending both the external forms of religion and the doctrinal disputes among religions. Amin, amin, amin. Alhamdulillah. Mashallah. Ooh. So let's just have a moment of internal bliss and silence. Amin. Amin, amin, amin. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. So uh, sometimes in this second portion, uh, we love to go back to the some of the concrete teachings of Rasulullah, all of which, that is all his teachings, everything that was said, Noor's teachings are his teachings. I mean, he carried Noor in that initial initiation, first year of meeting Sheikh Musafir, first a few months, I, I say, of meeting Sheikh Musafir, um, uh, Sheikh Noor was initiated into the prophetic heart and prophetic knowledge. And in, in his, in his waking dream was kind of the proof of that. So this is this beautiful, so this is where I open today. Um, and I always find where the Hadith always, you know, will give resonance or, or echo or resound with the, the what's been contemplated. And this is, my Lord instilled in me Adam and taught me beautiful and kind behavior. Alhamdulillah. So it's a it's a it's more succinct. In the Arabic, I'm not sure if I dare read it because I'm not good at that. But for the Arabic speakers, um, ad, um, yeah, I, I don't think I will read it right now. But it's very short, and it's just that adab, and then it says rabbi, and then husna, and then um, to dibi. So I think behavior. So you know, a behavior with Adam, beautiful behavior. And Husna is beautiful, it's kind, it's it's everything lovely, we know. So, um, how beautiful, my Lord, or taught me is another word used, or, uh, you know, taught me beautiful Adam. Isn't that amazing? So this is what we're learning by, you know, in this case, focusing on, on these teachings, uh, we're learning that Adam uh, of Rasulullah, peace be upon him, and it's really Allah's Adam. This is Allah's Adam uh, that Allah taught to his beloved and, and, and taught to the other prophets, for sure. They all had, but the prophet's own Adam was, you know, you might say the all-encompassing uh, Adam. So, um, where is Adab? Adab is everything. Adab is 
as we said earlier, the way we breathe, it's the way we walk, it's the way we speak, it's the way we think, the way we eat, um, everything, everything it is. It's our relationships, it's uh, sleeping, waking, everything is adab. So adab is this most beautiful form of living this life on earth. And with, with consciousness, with love to Allah, the adab is never separate from, from the divine love. Um, so, alhamdulillah. Oh Allah, in, in, increase us and, and teach us also beautiful adab. And, and well, Allah has taught us through the Quran and through the Sunnah and this is how we're taught, but we're also taught directly too. You know, sometimes there, there we have the inner voice that, that is guiding us. And um, of course, and there are some adab virtues that are more important than others. So uh, you might get someone who's kind of gruff, <laughs> but they're extremely compassionate and kind and, and wise. So you can say they don't might not have that adab of gracious subtlety or delicacy but um they have you know the the essential adab and so we should never judge of course anyone else's adab <laughs> that's uh we don't you know we are only conscious in that sense when one is in love you're only aware and conscious of um of the beloved and how uh, knowing that everything streams and is the face of the beloved so more it's more in a state of awe yet there of course there are things that are uh, happening before us in front of us or to our knowledge that um, are uh, way out of our dumb but you know I think if we focus on this spiritual revolution of inner consciousness that we mentioned before that will be probably the best way to transform all those other things. Because as we know, if the universe is an energetic continuum, an energetic or, or organic being, a living being, then exactly, you, you touch here, you know, everything is affected. But the heart, and we are the heart of the universe. So whatever we bring about in our heart, in our consciousness, affects the entire universe so inshallah may we be these beautiful spiritual revolutionaries um and uh, engage in that holy warfare of of love amin 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 to the secret heart of our peers of fatiha allahumma sayyana sayyidina muhammad walani sayyidina muhammad was sabbi wa salam bismillahirrahmanirrahim Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, Rahman Rahim, Maliki Omidin, Yakanabudu, Yakanastain, Ikdina Sarat of Mustakim, Sarat on Edina and Amta Nahim, Kaido Magdubi Alehim, Walatonin, Amin, Amin, Amin. Smellah Rahman Rahim, O Allah, make us, you know, make us sincere, make us true uh, make us the true 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 ones oh allah and and sincere ones and 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 may we completely be um 
you know, in this mystic ocean of love, uh, living our lives and eternity and uh, together with your, your highest servants of, of love and amin, 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 serving humanity and serving you through the secret uh, hearts of our peers. Afati Allahumma Sayyana Sayyidina Muhammad Walali Sayyidina Muhammad Wasabi Wasalim. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Rahmanirrahim. Manikyum Mideen. Iyakin Abudu wa Iyakin Astain. Iqdina Sarat al-Mustakim. Sarat al-Nidina Namta Alayhim. Qayra Maqdubi Alayhim. Wa Ameen.